Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode, but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys are obviously a massive part of as well. Uh, do make sure to leave a five-star review if you can. That'd be amazing with a comment as well, and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond. Enjoy this new episode. It's a banger, if I do say so myself. I would say that though, but genuinely... Enjoy. Welcome to the Savage Situation podcast. I'm your host, Adam Savage, and on this series, I'll be chatting with the biggest influencers, gaming personalities, and music talent all about their personal history with video games. The aim of the podcast is to connect the different industries and in the ever-evolving world online, dive that little bit deeper into their story and the origins of their success. Without much further ado, let's meet today's guest. Codename Pizza is unquestionably one of the finest zombie slayers this side of the Atlantic. Having made a name for himself as a defining figure in the Call of Duty world, he's amassed over 100 million views across his myth-busting and Easter egg hunting content and become a true ambassador for the COD Zombies community. I am hugely excited to have my good friend on the show to share his story, what it is that makes his world so unique, and the future of the prolific franchise. Um, my guest needs no real introduction. Uh, you see his name plus on every high street around the country, <laughs> around the world, at least part of it anyway. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm joined by the almighty Cod Zombie Slayer. It's Codename Pizza. What is up, everybody? What, what's up, my dude? <laughs> Do you know what? You and, you and I, um, every time, you're the only person in my life that I regularly greet with what up, my dude. I don't think, no one else. I mean, I'm honoured. That's really good. My, my pleasure. Uh, it's good to have you here, mate. It's good <laughs> it's to see good you. It's good to be here. Episode it, one. Episode number one. This is the beginning. This is literally the maiden voyage. I mean, it's going to take off. I couldn't I imagine anyone next to me, but anyone else next to me for this first uh, this first episode at least. But I mentioned um, COD Zombie Slayer. You are a big COD influencer in Call of Duty. Um, but I want to go back to the origins of pizza. I mean, let's talk Great. about you and about where it all began for you. Um, the, the, the name, first and foremost. Love it. The name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, before I got into the Easter egg side of things, yeah. I was into the storyline side of things. Okay. So it was very like a cryptic storyline. Like you kind of made theories about it and stuff. Code name. Yeah. Uh, and I made the channel when I was on vacation doing a pizza eating challenge. Uh, trying to do a different pizza place in Orlando every day of my holiday. Amazing, and that was it. Coding pizza. You, you're the only person as well. I've actually we've actually done an eating challenge together. Do you remember that? We have. We have. We actually did a pizza That's eating so challenge. So close to beating it. You got so close. <laughs> we had to, we had to eat this ginormous pizza, as well as a, a giant dish of mac and cheese. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. And, that, and we you got very close. The mac and cheese was the killer. That was the killer. Yeah. I made the faux pas of trying to put the mac and cheese into the pizza. And it went, it went totally pear shaped. Rookie error. It was just rubber. It was a, it was a, a molten mess of just pasta and, and cheese. Uh, but that aside, <laughs> you know, you and I first met yep. um, along the highway of uh, Los Angeles. Uh, well, highway. It right was near in an out burger. Right near an out burger. That yeah. was the very beginning, the origins. Yeah, the first time we ever met. Yeah, and uh, your kind of entry into Activision's 
Out yeah. of work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we, so 2016, we were there for Cod XP, right? Yeah. We were there for Cod XP, um, this big Call of Duty event where they were, they, I think they were releasing the new Infinite Warfare. Yeah, and we got to play the zombies mode a little yes, early in the did. multiplayer a little early, which yes, is we nice. Yes, did. we did. I think the, I think with, so Cod XP was like, you had like the, the Call of Duty World Championships there. It had like a first hands on with like the, inf, you know, Infinite, uh, Infinite Warfare as well as, I want to say Modern Warfare 2. Was that a remastered? It was the original Modern Warfare got remastered along. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was, which you know, which was great, and had this. You know, there was a huge kind of there was zip lines. There was like you know VR. I mean, it was nuts. Oh, they they like pulled out the stops. They that. went like that was insane. But did, did but did we already know? Because you know, Infinite Warfare is not not regarded as the best Call of Duty ever. It's let's not. Be honest. It's not at all. Like, I love the zombies. Mode, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it didn't do amazing. It didn't do amazing. But I think it was more of a celebration of Black Ops Three. Yeah, like the community was so big then. Yeah, but I mean, Black Ops Three is a game that just keeps on. You know, keeps on going round and round. People, people love this thing. I and still I, stream it every week, and it's like four years old. Yeah, I mean, so you know, with with the zombies, and let's talk about the zombies because for, okay. for, for for those who don't play Call of Duty Zombies, what is what is the the draw to this this part of of every single Call of Duty game? So originally, it was about it's a a, a never ending wave based game. You kill zombies, the zombies get stronger. You have to try and get better weapons, and then eventually you will die. There's no winning in it. It's, it's just, just riding the waves. Yeah, and you, it's like bragging rights. Like, oh, I got to round 10. Next game, 15. Just like building your way up. Okay. And as times, that, that was like 11 years ago. Yeah. And now we've, we've got Easter eggs in there where it's like, where we're staying up for like three days straight trying to figure out steps that we're not told. They're all hidden in the game. and it, I, I, It's insane. Like I've, I've, I've seen, I've watched many an Easter egg being, you know, being attempted over, yep. the, over the years. Yep. Because we all know Easter eggs in like movies and stuff. You kind of you know you know to look out for things like yeah. you know you know certain things that kind of hint at other things. You know in in kind of pop culture, or whatever. But with Easter eggs in the games, so you ultimately you're trying to go through a bunch of different steps, hidden steps, to get to an end. Yeah, it's scenario. Ba- it's like on a video game when you're playing a video game, but and you're getting told what to do, like oh go and make your way to this place, but they, you don't get the hints. It's like, you need to go to this place, activate this, figure out some Morse code that you can hear in your ear, which tells you the next step. And then, yeah. It, and most of the time it ends in a massive boss fight now. Yeah. Where it's just, it blows your mind. You can't, yeah, you can't deny a good boss fight. Man. I love I mean, it. The, but I it's all about it. the boss fights. Exactly. You know, yeah. a lot of these games are. Um, yeah. I mean, so, because, you know, as you mentioned, you and other influencers, other content creators in the, in the zombies, because there, there is a full-on zombies part of the internet, which is completely oh, yeah. dominated by zombies players. Yeah. Um, you're one of the top, if not one of the best zombies players there is. Yeah, I would say globally, universally, galactically. It's, it, it's, it's hard to really put a name on that. Yeah. I mean, because because I'm an influencer, I'm more well known. Like, there's easily people that are like, don't do YouTube that are better than me. Yeah, hundred percent. But when it comes to like content creators, I would put myself in like top three, easy. Of, yeah, of playing. I love the confidence. Yeah, and and you've earned it because because yeah. I think it's one of those things that I see with a lot of the, the Call of Duty players as well. Because it, it, I mean, there's there's people that play. I mean, not many people play the, the story or the campaign side of. I mean, that's not it doesn't really exist anymore in Call of Duty. Yeah. But we're talking about like the, the competitive multiplayer aspect. Or um, now there's like a battle royale with like you know you know Black Ops Four introduced Blackout. Yep. But now obviously there's the zombie side of things as well. And I've got to say with the zombies um, side of things, every single time there is anything that needs to be done in the game, like you know kind of a certain step that needs to be found, no one across the internet can find it. People always turn to you, <laughs> this guy over here, because you nine times out of ten you find it. Do you find your brain works in Easter egg mode when you go into these things? It's a tough one, really. I've I've found over the like since I've been working with Activision and going to the studios and stuff. I figured out that like most of the things that I find out in maps are all designed by the same people or similar people. There's some maps where I I literally can't help out at all. It's like I've not found a step on that map. But then yeah. you go to another one and I'm like blasting through them all. Yeah. And I think it's just that there's some sort of connection between what I can do with my brain and what someone's making at the studio. I don't know. Did you but, did uh, you kind of because you I, I think we've talked about this in the past, but you were playing the competitive kind of multiplayer side, the MP side of things. Yeah. yeah. For a long time. And suddenly you thought, you know what, I'm gonna divert my attention to the undead. Was there what was there a kind of a, a moment you were like, yes, I'm going for zombies? See, when it comes to content creation, zombies was from the start, which was like 2012. Yeah. Um, when Black Ops 2 released. But I was playing Call of Duty 4 when that released in 2008. 
Um, and then when World of War came out in 2009, I started playing zombies on there, which was the first zombies. But I played like a solid year of COD 4 first. Yeah. Um, in my final year of high school, 30, 33% attendance that year because of that. <laughs> That's so, like, uh, I'd say nice, but I'm sure at the time parents weren't thinking the same thing. At the time, parents weren't thinking the same thing. Yeah. Teachers weren't thinking. They, they, all they could say was like, you, you, you're never going to get a job in college. You're like, <laughs> and I can like, okay. And here you are living the dream on the savage situation. You know, you, yeah. you got, yeah, this, this is the, the height of, of, I got of fame here, right here. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess, I guess for a lot of people, yeah, you go into kind of, I guess it, it, being an influencer in general, particularly in gaming right now as well, yeah. you know, a lot, there are so many people trying to be an influencer in gaming and, you know, being, you know, streamers, you know, creators, um, professional players as well. I mean, have you seen a massive change in the people that are creating content now online from when you first started to now? Has there been a huge difference in the kind of the way that people go about making it or the kind of stuff you're seeing online? Oh, definitely. Like I started on YouTube in 2005 when the, when the, the site uh, literally, OG, when it baby. first went live, the site, yeah. yeah. I was making um, just funny skits with my friends and stuff. And back then, everyone was so naive. Like, we didn't know what to make on the site. It was kind of just like, that's where the you came from. Like, you, you figured out what you wanted to do and you did it. Um, and then it all changed when, like, money started getting involved in, like, 2008, something like that. And, um, and yeah, nowadays, it's, it's very weird. I feel like if I wasn't the age I was, I would struggle to deal with everything. I think a lot of people now, the, the, yeah, the adpocalypse word is, chuck, is thrown around a lot now. We, we all know about the adpocalypse. Yeah. I think even yeah. you know, people that watch anything online they go, oh yeah, the adpocalypse <laughs> has happened, yeah. You know, uh, and it's something, you know, which is, which is hindered a lot of people who were making, you know, making a living, you know, going, you know, making a lot of good money yeah. on, 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 online, whether it be YouTube or different platforms as well. But I think predominantly YouTube for, yeah. for that, this kind of revenue side of things. And, yeah, you know, people making a lot of money, and suddenly out of nowhere, it's kind of it's kind of stripped back a lot, depending on what kind of stuff you're making. Surely, if you're making zombie kind of undead, blood splatter, you know, eighteen plus kind of mature content, that must yeah. be a struggle for you guys. And how do you kind of get around that stuff? It definitely. It sounds like if someone said that to me, like what you just did, I would go, yeah, it, it must be. <laughs> it, mu- it must be a struggling time, but it's not. I feel like there's a certain way how you create content that you can get away with it. Um, like I've never sworn on my channel ever i've never said a swear word and that's just because that if i was watching it as a parent and my kid was watching it i, w- I wouldn't want them to be listening to that mate i i remember when you and i were playing we, you because you you pizza <laughs> is my go-to guy for walking me through easter eggs because I, I don't really I, you know i play i i dabble yeah for we, sure. we've done it a few we've times, done it a few times you know yeah. we did the, the moon we moon? did moon. moon that was good voyage of despair recently. voyage of despair Right, we got to the last. Do you remember that? We spent four hours. I want to say three or four hours getting to this last. I would boss. say three. Yeah. Three hours getting to this last boss. Yeah. Sorry, you're people watching going. Peter doesn't do it in four. He does it in three. Okay. Get to the end boss, and we had one more. One more. I yeah. think hit on that on that last kind of giant eye thing in the middle of the been, ocean. Yeah. And something just landed on you, and that was it for us. And it was, was three it? hours, and it was the one of one of the low points of my life, but a high point because I was playing obviously next to you. But you. but I think with I think with um. Yeah, with, with zombies in general and with, with these Easter eggs and stuff, you know, you can get... It might, there must come a point when you're making this content as well, when you're making zombie stuff, as you say, like for mature audiences. Because I was going back to my original point. I was I, sw- I think I swore in that stream. <laughs> and, I was like, and you were like, no, alarm bells. <laughs> Dude, I'm so... You're apologizing to the community. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I feel like I'd, I've been a bad, you know, bad me. Bad, bad savage. I mean, it happens a lot more than you would think for yeah. like other people. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, with, with, with stuff like this, obviously, you know, you talk about an Easter egg, right? Everyone's trying, everyone's trying to complete this same boss and trying yeah. to get there first. How, do, how does your... How do you mentally try and plan out and schedule the kind of videos you're going to make around the same thing? Because obviously everyone's, everyone wants to see an Easter egg completion kind of walkthrough. Yeah. People want to see the way that you kind of do certain things in the game, but you've got to make it very bespoke for like your audience, a pizza, a pizza-fied video. What do you do? How do you make it kind of, how, how do you plan that kind of stuff? Good question. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to Easter egg hunts in general and yeah. finishing Easter eggs, um, I always make sure that my guides are, perfect uh, originally when i started doing guides it was very much a race against the other big guys to get it up to get the views um and now i'm i've took a step back from the race and kind of thought i'll take my time with it make sure that it's perfect and then hopefully it will get the word spread around that that's the best one and it has worked for some like i've got an easter egg guide for one of the black ops formats with nearly two million views but then there's like some that didn't work out so well because i was a bit later than everyone else so uh, it's a bit give and take really but Every zombies channel has their own niche. Yeah. Or at least every zombies channel that has somewhat survived uh, over 
less zombies content over the past few years has a niche. And um, I don't know. My niche is kind of just going the extra mile, kind of. A lot of my videos, I have to do a lot of Easter eggs for. Yeah. I was doing top 10 Easter eggs. It's putting a lot of time and effort into getting the footage for that. And other people wouldn't want to do that. And they would just make a video talking about the news or something. And that's their niche. Was it a quick ascension to superstardom for you? Was it kind of like a, a gradual kind of slow burner at the beginning? How did it work? I feel like a lot of people would assume that it was. If they just like saw from the outside, they'd be like, oh, dude, that guy grew so quick. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. It was, um, <clears throat> like I said, I started my channel in 2012. And... Uh, up until 2015, I was on two and a half thousand subs. So not bad for three years. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started doing content on Black Ops 3 and gained a few thousand subscribers in a week. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Uh, and at the time I was like ridiculously poor, no money. And uh, my wife, who, wouldn't, who was my girlfriend back then, just got her student loan in and I begged her to get me a PlayStation 4. So she got me a PlayStation 4 with a copy of the game. And, risky, uh, risky, because risky, I already had the game on Xbox, yeah, and I wow, was like, okay. I want the PS4 so I can stream from the PS4. I don't have to, I don't have to buy a massive gaming computer. So uh, she bought me a PS4 for Black Friday, uh, saved like a hundred pound on it, pretty good. Bargain, uh, exactly. And then I started streaming, and um, that, as well as Myth Busting Mondays, which is like the staple video kind of for the channel, um, made it grow pretty quick, and like by that was in November by Christmas, it was like eight thousand subs. Uh, New Year, 11,000, and then March was 100,000. Oh, my God. So it was that like three miles. months. Yeah, three, three and a bit months for like from like 2.5K to 100,000. But I feel like if I didn't already put those three years in, it wouldn't have done that. Did, um, um, at that when you're seeing that growth, that kind of, you know, at that, at that rate that, yeah. you know, that, that happening, do you kind of pinch yourself or are you just riding the wave, not really thinking about it, just going, you know, <clears> moving forward every, every day, a new video, I don't really care about what's happening, I just want to keep making stuff? Yeah, it was a lot of dedication to not do anything but stream. Yeah. And I would stream every day, make videos every day, and it would be like 16 hour days um, for probably close to a year. And then, I, and then when that, like, that year came, I was like, right, I'm going to take a little step back, give myself a little bit more time to live actual life, <laughs> but also create content still. And that's what I do now. I'll, I'll spend maybe one video a week. Like Mythbusting still takes me like 20 to 30 hours to do. But but Mate. but apart from that, and that's every week. But apart from that, I'll do a full day of streaming one day, which is like eight hours, and then at least one or two other videos in the week, which might take maybe like another twenty hours. Yeah. So we're talking like fifty to sixty hour weeks, but it's a lot better than what I was doing. How much time are you spending as well watching other people's like other people? Yeah, whether they be they be zombie creators or elsewhere. How much time are you spending watching their stuff to kind of get? kind of inspiration or kind of do you do any of that at all i don't watch any zombie nothing i I don't watch any zombie stuff apart from watching my own back to make sure i've not made any mistakes i choose not to because i don't want to be i I don't want to have some kind of influence into my videos that someone else has done i want it to be all my genuine stuff and like just by watching something your brain can pick stuff up and you don't realize that you're you're doing it in your own video but i don't want that so i rarely watch other zombie creators um I, I like to watch a lot of like, you know, like David Dobrik and uh, like Vsauce, mm-hmm. just stuff that makes me like laugh or just think before I go to bed. But apart from that, yeah, really don't watch any other like zombie stuff. Do you get a chance? I mean, do you get a chance to have a, because I, I think, you know, what I'm excited to see about this series as well, chatting to different creators from all walks of life, it's kind of the influences in their personal life as well, you know, because yeah. it, it can't just be like for, for you, it can't just be games 24 seven. It's got to be other stuff as well. So like, what are the kind of stuff? That, what kind of stuff do you watch regularly? Are you watching? Are you watching like Game of Thrones? Are you watching? You know, going to the movies? Do you watch any of that stuff? So are you just watching the Goonies on repeat. How, it, how, does, it, how does it work? Very rare <laughs> that I sit down and actually watch TV and enjoy TV, and it's very rare that I play video games outside of work. Now, like back in the day, I would I'd play video games so much. I play I play them nonstop on like a flight or like today the train. I played uh, Crash Bandicoot, Nitro Kart. Like nonstop. Yeah, crash team racing, mate. Yeah. Looking good. Really good. Everyone's excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um at the minute, a little bit of Love Island, because my wife watches it, so I watch it as well. Right, don't blame it on <laughs> your wife. I watch it too. I'm addicted. It is so entertaining. It's, it's completely fine. Yeah. It's 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 totally fine. I may have bought the water bottles. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. I love, oh, that is, with the names on? Yeah. Oh, does yours say pizza? No, it says Benjamin. Oh, ben- Benjamin. You've gone very formal. Fully on the water, formal. Yeah, fully formal on the water bottle front. I love that. Yeah. No, that's, that's extreme. You've got to another, you're buying the merch. 
I've had one drink before that. <laughs> <laughs> a it's like a, you're, I love that you're, you're, you're having a few drinks and a drunken purchase. You're like, do you know what? I'm going to buy a Love Island water bottle. That's what I want right now. <laughs> yeah, well, the advert came on and I thought, you know what? I tell you what, it's, it's, been, it's been all right. It's, it's, it's had its ups and downs. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in a place now that the whole, you know, we could talk about it for a long time, but the whole Danny saga and the, the girl, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's, but it's kind it's of like that kind of trash TV that I can't help but put on myself Yeah, as well. like, I love that kind of stuff. I, I find it hard to get into something unless I can watch it every day. Yeah. So like that, I can watch every day. I used to really like Big Brother. Um, I watched I'm a Celebrity Gaming Out of it and stuff like that. Just something that I, I can guarantee. I think with a job like this, it's nice to know I'm going to definitely be finished by nine o'clock so I can go and watch that. Yeah. Um, how does how does how does that affect your your relationship in terms of timing as well? Has it, it been hard? Um, it was originally for the like like I said that first year where it'd be like nonstop, and uh, it's still a little bit difficult around Easter egg hunts and stuff because it's like I'm up for days and days and days and we barely see each other. But um, I always make sure that after an Easter egg hunt, no matter what, so like, it normally comes out on a Tuesday. If it's finished by like a Friday, I'll guarantee that I get my guide up that day, and on the Saturday we always go to a spa. Nice. And, and just like <laughs> relax. Like your body needs it because I've been awake oh, yeah. for so long. Yeah, if you're glued, your eyes are glued to a screen the whole time as well. I mean, it takes its toll. Yeah, but, oh. but but it's great. I always make sure that now when I've, I've finished a video by five o'clock and then she comes home from work and then hang out. Nice. You yeah. put your schedule down. It's all yeah. the schedule. <laughs> with, um, you know, because I, I mean, how closely do you work as well with, with Activision? Obviously, you published the game. Obviously, yeah. the new one's coming out soon. How does it all work from from, from a, your perspective as a, as a creator who makes you know content specifically for that game? What's the relation like? Are you kind of in constant contact with them? Are you they are they sending you out to play you know the kind of latest updates all the time? How does it work? Yeah, I probably speak to them maybe like once every two months. Um, originally, I was just chilling one day, uh, get a DM on Twitter, and it was like, "Hi, I'm this guy from Activision. I'm going to send you an email over." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "What have I done wrong?" <laughs> And then I get the email and it's like, we want to take you to DLC event in London. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really, really cool. So I go to it and then CodexP happened when we met. And I got to go to LA literally like a few weeks later. So from going from nothing with them to going to LA in like a month, it was like mind blowing. And now in the, in the past like three years, I must have been to LA maybe like 10 times with them. And uh, Did you go to Florida recently? I went like two weeks ago. Yeah. We're, we're big Disney fans, man. We, we love Disney our fans. Disney. We love our Disney. I know you went there to kind of check it out and went to the, the theme parks. I went to the opening of the brand new Harry Potter ride. There's, there's a brand new Harry Potter ride. Yeah. It's what is that? Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure. And that's <laughs> really and I, easy to say 10 times fast. And I went opening day. Yeah. And I arrived at the theme park, which opened at 9 o'clock at 4 a.m. Uh, oh, 5 a.m. And... Uh, Got to the front gate, so I was the fifth person in line. And then they by nine by like seven o'clock, there was probably like ten thousand people already there. And they were like, Oh, we're gonna take the first two hundred in to go and see a grand opening where the cast are there. Like what? of Harry Potter. So I'm I like get walked through like the first two hundred. Me and my wife are in there, and uh, we have to sign waivers so we can be on the news. All news crews are there for the opening, uh, like sign waivers so you can be on like the branding of the ride stuff when they show like trailers of it, and uh, and then I got to see the Harry Potter cast like talk about the ride and open it, and then we got to go and ride it. And then by the time I got off the ride, the wait time was ten hours, and they shut the queue off at the end. Ten hours, yeah, and that was and, like. And buying... people are waiting for this thing, aren't they? they oh yeah, they, they love it. Yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. I bet was... the new Star Wars world as well has just gone mad. I think as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the opening to that uh, at Walt Disney World, but okay. I've not, I don't want to go to the Disneyland one because that isn't like my my home one. It's not your home one. Okay, but you get to travel a lot, which is nice. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean you're in you're in the in the states loads. It's nice, but it also is like people think that it's a holiday when when you get sent out for a DLC event. I mean, it's an 11 hour flight to LA. Plus, I have to get to London, which I probably have to go the day before. So you're looking at coming down to London, staying the night, 11-hour flight, then you're there for one night, and then an 11-hour flight back. Yeah. It, it, it takes it. It can take its toll. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's definitely not a holiday. It's work. Um, so it is tiring when you get back. But I, I wouldn't swap it for anything. It's no, amazing. I, I remember a, a few years ago, I went out for a, I went out to a casting in, in, in LA. It was yeah. kind of on a whim. And, they flew, and I flew out there. To this, to this casting. I literally flew to LA. I landed and I went straight to the hotel. I had like six hours sleep, woke up, got dressed, went to the casting, flew back to London. Yeah. That in, in, in literally that space. And, and I actually almost, I completely missed jet lag because I could, there was no time That's to crazy. be jet lag. I was just like, I got home and went, I'm okay, I think. So it was well, I'm fine. Bad. I'm bad. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've tried to text you and you're like, give me three days, mate. Give I'm me three so days. bad, mate. Yeah. Like when, whenever we go to LA, I'll wake up in the morning 
uh, like 3 a.m. because I can't sleep. And then uh, John, uh, another influencer, will message me at like 8 in the morning like, are you up? I'm like, I've been up since 3. <laughs> and I don't play God. video games at night. I'm literally just laying in my bed like doing nothing. God. Are you, are you thinking about what to make next? Like, is it, is it, Obviously, myth, you said Mythbusting money takes 20 to 30 hours. Yeah. Are you, are you there kind of always thinking, what's the next move for me? What's the next kind of like... Because obviously the new game, Modern Warfare, I think it's called, yeah. comes out in September, right? September, yeah. October? September, October time. October, yeah. So what's the prep like ahead of that? What do you kind of... What's your kind of day-to-day routine? Difficult to for prep that? for that. I mean, I, I was lucky enough that they sent me out to go and see the game before it was announced, which was lovely. I got to... And, and they told us a little bit about the game, so I could kind of figure out what I wanted to do with regards to the game when uh, when it comes to content. Uh, apart from that, I can't really prep. I can just come up with hope. Yeah, kind of. Do you do you think? I mean, over the years, particularly the last, because I remember Black Ops Three, as you mentioned, was it was a was a big high. Yeah, you know, it was a big high. It was massive. It was, yeah. it was massive. You know, yeah. so for those who don't, you know, not necessarily know how it works with with, with the Call of Duty games, there's three there's three publishers or three um, developers. You got Infinity Ward, Treyarch, and um, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, who basically rotate every three years, right? So they rotate every three years. This year's a turn of Infinity Ward, yep. right? Who did Infinite Warfare the last yep. time around? Yep. And Zombies was good then. We like oh, really we, we like Zombies. I mean, it got. A little bit of a negative buzz to begin with, but I loved it from was the good. start to the finish. It was really good. It was it was it was very animated, which was good. Yeah. But we got to um you know we get to this kind of this this new one now, obviously being made by Infinity War, those guys. Um and they've gone down the modern warfare route again. Yep. But it's like from for me, from from an outsider looking in, like you kind of wonder there's been a lot of negativity about where is COD going, what's the next, you know, they brought in like a battle royale mode last year. They kind of, you know, they're kind of obviously zombies. You kind of, you guys want new content all the time. You want new stuff to kind of play all the time. When you see games like Fortnite, which is like weekly patches and updates, you're like, what yeah. the hell, where's our stuff?" You know. So, is there? Is I mean, do you think that the that Call of Duty? What, what do you what do you see for the future of the game like, in terms of like? Is it? Do you think it's gonna it's gonna continuously draw people in? Because the competitive side seems good. Yeah. What do you think about the game? It's a great question. I, if if it was. Up to me, and I got to choose what I wanted. It would be zombies, and you'd get a new map maybe every month or every month and a half, and every week there'd be a new weapon placed in or just something new which brings people to videos and streams to to see what it is. Um, but where do I think it's going? I think it will go in that direction. I just think that you got to remember these games are like planned like five years in advance. Like they yeah. they know what they're doing for like the next four years. Um, and and with that comes like it's difficult to kind of go okay we need a battle royale now because that only became popular last year but they were like making yeah. Black Ops Four like years ago battle royale thing's gone mad like it's, it's gone, it's gone crazy, crazy. <laughs> like it, I remember that for a while there was a bit of a meme about every single game that was announced like oh where's the battle royale mode you yeah. know even like a, a new Pokemon game there's gonna be a battle royale mode it, you know it, it it got a bit it got a bit wild I, I mean think. there's Tetris battle royale <clears throat> there's Tetris which is actually alright <laughs> I've not which played actually, it is actually not bad I mean I there, are, there, there is there are, <laughs> what I can't judge it <laughs> I've not played so, it yeah there are there are a lot of games which are which are definitely focusing on that kind of genre I think because Fortnite's gone so massive yeah People naturally think, oh, you know, we got to jump on this as well. You know, I think I, I, I did a video recently about this, but they, I think they, in one year alone, made $2 billion in skin purchases, which doesn't, you know, just, just the way your character looks, yeah. which, is, which is insane. That's uh, $2 billion. So, uh, you know, giving away, what is it, the top prize for their upcoming World Cups, like, you know, I think, th- is it the $3 million prize pool? Yeah, it's not even and like it, skin money. <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it, they don't even, it, for them, it's just like, do you know what, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just, you know, for us, it's not really a big hit, but you know, for somebody else, it makes their life. You yeah. know, it's a game changer. Um, but yeah, the battle royale. So I was, you know, with, with the blackout, I was, I was, I was relatively uh, in, into it. I got, I got, got quite into it. But I yeah. think, for, like with all things in that kind of world, unless they have the regular kind of updates or new reasons to play the game. Yeah. Uh, and I remember back, you know, working with the Activision team, who who were awesome. But there was always these these hoops to jump through, like this whole kind of you know if we got to get this you got to get this thing kind of like signed off by this person through that team and that team and that team. By the time you want to put something out there, it's not relevant anymore because it happened three months ago. So there so you, there, yeah. there is that problem sometimes, I guess. That's your side of things. Like with with me, it's a lot easier because like you do have to get stuff like checked off by them. But when it came to our stuff, like for DLC events, we just got to sign certain waivers that we're not going to show certain things. But apart from that, we we can kind of do whatever we want. Because when you work with sponsorships and stuff like that, you have to send a video that you're going to release to that sponsor to check over, uh, like at least like a few days in advance, and they'll give you all the all clear, and then you can post a video. But with Activision, they're normally pretty good. They'll just 
they'll talk to you about it if they notice anything once it's live. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me about um, milestones in your in your kind of Ooh. your career. So I want to I want to know about the the big stuff, like you know the kind of the moments that because I always imagine like getting to like you know a hundred thousand subscribers is a big thing, or getting your first million hits on a video is a big thing. Yeah. What have been the, the moments <laughs> that have there been anything for you in your in your personal opinion that you were like, do you know what this that was crazy that is that and you, you know can you kind of exp, you know kind of exploding inside you're so you're so like hyped up something that's happened in in your work in your career to date what, what have been those high points for you when it comes to codename pizza the first dlc event with artificial you're talking in the third person now or are you talking in the channel <laughs> talk about the channel <laughs> when it comes to this guy I know, well yeah. because i had the youtube channel before that in the, the one that started in 2005 and at the time, I was really interested in music and music production and DJing and stuff like that. And um, that channel was created under a music genre. You used to, used to have, have to like put what genre you, a video you were going to upload to YouTube. I remember. Like, yeah. So I put it out as music and I was the 99th most subscribed musician in the UK. Were you? I was 2009. Accolade. Yeah. Look at that. And uh, I have a screenshot of like 2007 YouTube where it says like, you used to get these things called trophies, I think they were called. Or, on YouTube, um, yeah. So like, like mini achievements for it'd like be on your channel, okay. Uh, and it stayed active for as long as that like achievement was active. So I have a screenshot of my channel saying number one most viewed video in the world this week and this month. No um, way. Yeah, and like number number one most viewed video today and stuff like that. And yeah, and it used to say on it, 99th most subscribed musician in the UK. But you, number one video in the world that day. Yeah, I had that month as well. Like, this is going back to 2007. So you're talking like, I had a video that got like 350,000 views and that was the most viewed video on the whole of YouTube that month. Because, I mean, I remember, yeah, because when you go back to the original kind of stuff, I remember when um, I was watching something with, with, with PewDiePie recently, right? Because still the, the guy's the OG, which oh, yeah. I watch all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he was saying recently how his, um, you know, he got to a thousand subscribers and how that was a massive milestone because people just weren't, watching yeah. stuff online so i can totally i can totally imagine going back to that kind of time getting three hundred thousand views on a video is like the most you know most yeah. massive thing ever it was wild and um like i said 99th most subscribed in that musician category and that was three thousand subs wow Am I, like that's crazy like i bet now you've got to have minimum of a million to be in like the top 99 musicians how, how does because how does it work for you as a as a I guess as a YouTuber and influencer as well, like yeah. with the with the the number side of things and and what you, I mean, it it seems like it is a a crazy like you know kind of obviously the the great thing is you can see every bit of data you need every stat from like you know age demographic the, the where they're watching from every you can yeah. kind of see everything online everyone can kind of see your stats and stuff. Yeah. But for you, like you know, are you are you constantly looking at that stuff and how has it changed over time as well? So I never look at demographics because i feel like once you do that you, you try and influence your own videos in a certain way and the way i do my videos is very much how i would i make videos that i would want watch you know like if i was i am into zombies but if i was wanting to find a channel that makes zombies i make videos about i would watch basically <laughs> um but apart from that i i do like to watch subscribers because it, it it indicates if i upload a video on one day and i gain like 100 subs more than i would the other day, then that means I've done something right. Uh, I watch views um, somewhat. I don't watch revenue. I hate watching revenue because if you see it dip, you're like losing money, but you're not. Um, but I watch the I watch views because it means that people are enjoying it. Um, and I like I, I find it really interesting to watch uh, CPM, which is like how much you get paid per thousand views. Okay, uh, so and that varies on the MCN you have with like a so network. It does, but I'm not with one. Okay. I, choose, I choose to just be with Google um, because MCM, I fa- just for me personally, I think MCMs are outdated. Mm. I feel like it was very much an early YouTube thing where these companies would start out and then they would go, oh, we know what we can do. We can try and market this in a way where kids feel like they have to have one and then we can take all their money. And I, the, reason why I'm not, <laughs> the reason why I'm not with one is because when I first started the channel up until, up until having like 140,000 subscribers, I, I was having 40% of my revenue just taken away for nothing. Really? God, yeah. Man, yeah that, and that can make, you know, because I think people are always curious. I think everyone's always curious how much pe- how much YouTubers make. Of course, because, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, listening to a, I remember a story uh, about a YouTuber that, um, that I knew was a big YouTuber. And he was at LAX Airport and he was going through customs and he went up to the uh, custom. This, and this was back in around 2000 and I want to say maybe 12, 
2013 or so yeah. when it was kind of you know kind of starting to really kick off and he went to, uh, the, to the kind of customs agent officer and, and he was like what do you do for a job and he said i'm a, I'm a youtuber or a, or a, you know an influencer um because youtuber we, people just say youtubers now it's influencer or content creator so yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting my i'm yeah. getting my <laughs> getting my vocab right do you know what i mean I uh, so, yeah 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 well. okay yeah youtuber <laughs> so um so I, I always say twitch twitch streamer as well rather than just saying I'm, I'm a twitcher it's, yeah. it's weird no it, it sounds, sounds like a bird like, watcher it sounds weird it, it sounds weird <laughs> Goes to this desk and he and he, connect, he goes gives his passport across and and they say um, we need to um, see how much um, is in your bank account and he was like sorry and they were like you can't come into the US unless you let us see exactly how much is in your bank account they didn't need to see that no but they as as people who I guess I just wanted to kind of use an excuse to I want to look at your records yeah to and I'm going to use it kind of you know, I'm going to say oh yeah it's for you know for the government government kind of to you know make sure everything's legit but. In actual fact, I was just wanting to see what he's making money-wise. I have had the same thing. Have you really? Yeah. LA, Dude, LAX. No LAX I, I turned up and they didn't ask for a bank account. They just, they said, um, we need to know how much he made last year. Just yeah. because they wanted to. And I was like, I've never had this before. They, were, they made me tell them. Wow. That is, that, is that, and for you, is there an, is there an element of, yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly what I earned last year. Is there an element of, I don't want to reveal anything to you because it's none of your business. I'm, and... I'm a very private person. Yeah. I've, I've been, I've been, um, I've been asked to like, like live in London or live in America. And I just live in the middle of the sticks in, yeah. in, in a tiny little town and village in, in uh, Manchester. With the worst internet ever still? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible <laughs> yes. yeah. The biggest gripe ever. For someone who works <laughs> online, you always tell me about how bad the internet it's is. so bad. I contacted this company because I'm like, okay, I need faster internet. And the only way they can do it is digging up a load of roads. I'm talking miles and miles of roads to, uh, to put in a fiber cable under the ground and have it directly to my house. And um, luckily, there was some kind of like government scheme. They're trying to encourage um, encourage the companies to do this, and they they give a grant to help you do it because it's a lot of money. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll do this. Um, and when I ordered it, because they they must do it for like businesses in like London and in the middle of cities, they're like, I ordered it in December, and they were like, okay, you've got you've got a sixty day until it'll be hundred percent sorted. Yeah. <laughs> I get a call like every week, like we're just working on this road, and it's yeah. slowly getting close to my house. But it's and then you drive past, just just these guys drinking tea and reading the newspaper, oh, and you're like, I hate you, I, see, I hate I, you I so see, much. I see the trucks every week. Oh, <laughs> damn I drive them. past them, I'm like, it's getting a tiny bit closer, but it's still miles away. Damn them, making the most of their contracts and yeah. wait till the like, last day. But I mean, with with I mean, money is a money is a thing that I I always find because I don't know whether you because there is that kind of people know that people are making a lot of money on branded videos. You know, I think it has changed a lot though the way that people are making yeah. i think before it felt like it was oh this person's got x amount of subscribers let's let's chuck them 10 grand for a video and then let's just and then they can promote it like that way just give them money now it seems there's a lot more clauses with branded content like hey you have this amount of views by a certain time yeah. um you need to get this you know this amount you know this kind of target market there's a lot more kind of criteria to what kind of gives you the full kind of like final payout do you know what i mean to somewhat i'm quite happy with that yeah like i used to get brand deals um it, i'm i might have had to like make this a similar video to someone with like two million subs um but my video would get more views and i would get paid less so it really frustrate me mm. um but i've done one recently where um i had that where it was like you have to get this many views on it and if you don't get this many views then you have to promote that video a little bit more oh okay Okay, which which is which is fair enough. It's fine, yeah. Which it's, is fair enough. It's absolutely I think, fine. Yeah, because I think um, sponsored content. Obviously, people get like you know, there's brand there's brand deals that you have like you're wearing certain headphones or using certain kind of. Yeah. Like, I think for a lot for esports players as well, that's a big thing to have yeah. like you know branded, um, you know, kind of peripherals. We'll call yeah. them, yeah, kind of like keyboard, mouse, whatever. But I think um, there is definitely a lot of obviously you know in the in the culture of like YouTube and Twitch as well. You're getting a lot of tips. You're getting a lot of like you know subscribe on Twitch. You'll get subscriber kind of like money as well. Yeah. So there are multiple avenues that you can make good money, and that's why you know people are you know attracted to it. But it feels like now that kind of that kind of the jump from being someone who makes videos every day just or just you know kind of like to for the sake of doing and like likes doing it, and the jump to this is a career and I'm making like you know, I'm making. Bank are making good money, and this is like a, a you know I can have like the nice car. I mean, have you ever bought what's the what's the nicest thing you've bought that you've thought this is thanks to you? Was is there like a thing that you've got like is that a house? Yeah, like a thing? I am. I'm very proud of my house. Yeah, um, so I'm, I managed to like get a house that I'd never thought I would have as my first house. Like I, I always envision envision like a first house being either just a flat or like near me. Like I know here flats are super expensive in London. 
but near me, the flats are cheap. Houses are a lot cheaper, but I managed to get a really nice house. And I, I bought a car. Actually, my car I bought before I started YouTube. So, oh, pro- probably like a wedding ring. Yeah, I, 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 ma- I, mani- I managed to get a nice wedding ring. Out. Yeah. So the three things you need to the wedding, yeah. the house, the car, eventually the kid. But they're, they're the main the main things. Yeah. But you- car car doesn't interest me, man. Like back when I was working full time as a normal person as a normal job, I, I thought car made you who you were, and I was yeah. like, I I bought a brand new car and I was really happy with it, and now I just don't care. No. I, I drive like two miles a week. I think I did I did my MOT the other week, six hundred miles in a year. Yeah. <laughs> nice insurance is thinking yeah we like, we like this keep yeah. this up Ben we like this so it's like, what, yeah. uh, what's the what's the kind of the impact around the people around you in your personal life as well like with like family and friends like are they when you say oh I, I'm, a, I'm a content creator I make zombies videos they kind of look at you and go you, you do what and originally it was really weird people weird. like pe- pe- people kind of people are okay now for the for the first like Maybe like when I started earning enough money to to let's say when I started earning maybe like double what my friends would earn to for doing like a forty hour week, they would give me grief. Really, it'd, it'd be like, oh, you can get this round. You earn more than us. Mate, I'd I hate. Like, oh yeah, I can imagine. I'd be like, I'm, I'm saving for a house. Yeah, like it, that annoyed me. Now now it's getting better. It's like. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I had for me, for me personally, I had a lot of like, um, I was being a, a host and you know doing, be it an esports event, be it you know online or, or on on telly, whatever it might be. For a long time, my, my friends, my my mates were a little bit like you. Obviously, you bands with your, your mates, you know. Being British as well, it's kind of part of it's part of the growing up. You, know, you have, part of growing up is getting grief off your mates. Yeah, exactly. And I used to, I'm, I'm you know, when I used to, um, I'd say that you know what what, what I do. Uh, there was this kind of there was this assumed like if you're not presenting the X Factor or hosting the X Factor, then you've not then you're not and you're you're not doing anything. And you're like, well, no, there is there is a there is a lot of stuff I'm doing. Oh no, yeah, 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 sure. But there's there was there's a lot of that. And then as soon as you do turn that corner, and it suddenly becomes, oh, look at me doing this thing where I've got I'm in this arena and it's really cool. People go, oh yeah, yeah. and suddenly and suddenly they kind of think, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, definitely on board with that. But they don't want to <laughs> ask any questions because now they're kind of worried about what it might you know what they don't have any because con- my my mates back home working in games and stuff as we yeah, do yeah. and that kind of, no one played games really 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 like hard no one which was kind of mental when i think about it because it, i would have loved to have you know had a lot more mates who were like yeah let's get you know get together and play you know whatever and you know complete this together and you know play, you know that just didn't really happen that's so crazy. it's crazy mate that's why you're my best friend now Thanks, and that's why you're my best friend because yeah, that's, I, I need, um, <laughs> that's good <laughs> but it was, it's one of those things where i think you naturally going back to what we were saying like when you have your family and friends around you it is yeah. it is a it is a unique industry to work in i think i think the same would go for it if you were you know if you if you are a musician or you're an actor or something as well you go into like kind of you in front of the camera you're doing something where you're on the in the public you know kind of eye for a long time um I think then things are naturally going to change anyway because you're kind of on the front of whatever billboards, magazines, you know, TV yeah. and stuff. But I think that with the internet, it's a very it's a very different thing, isn't it? You've got like a lot more people who are a bit more skeptical about what success actually is. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a weird one. It really is. Like my friends used to be really nasty, saying like, "Why do I deserve to get more money than them when they like grafting?" Mate, I think that happens a lot to people. It, it seems like such a common thing. It'd be like, oh, I've got, I've, I've been grafting this week, got cuts all over my hands from work, and you've just been sat at a computer. I'm like, okay, yeah. you've just streamed for two hours. <laughs> it's not like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I can, I can tell you, you've just streamed for two hours. Do you mean, do you mean, given all my energy for for hours with with like th- three pounds worth of donations? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was, yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like it's 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 tricky. It's yeah. tricky. It's, I think for everyone. I think even if you get to a level where you are at the very top of the game, um, I, I mean, I asked you, you said that you oh you watch like Vsauce and those kind of. Do you yeah. you kind of keep tabs on what's happening in like kind of like the influencer space and like who, yeah. who's kind of doing what? And I mean, I think we this week there was um the very sad loss of a, of a very famous YouTuber, yeah. Etika. Um, which was awful. And are you, are you keeping tabs on like what's what's happening in the YouTube space as well as what you're doing? I try to, yeah. I, I'm very bad with names when it comes to like the competitive side of things and stuff like that. I really 
don't listen too much by the names, but I try and keep up to date with the news at least because especially what happened this week, like you just said, it's yeah. like mental health's massive when it comes to this industry. And because the industry's so new, it's kind of difficult to estimate what how people will react after becoming so successful so have, quickly. Have you have you ever been affected by, by, with mental health in the industry that we work in? Like, has, um, has, it, has there been time that you've kind of found, you know what, this is... This is my savage situation. This is something I've, <laughs> would, I've got to get my, you know, if you saw a better pun there, promote the Personally. show. But is 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 there something that, that you know, been a situation that you've, you know, mentally had to deal with, which you didn't think you'd have to? Personally, not really. Apart from the fact that I had to, like, figure out taxes and stuff. Like, you don't get taught this stuff in school. You get taught <laughs> so much nonsense that you'll never use. You need to learn about taxes. You need to learn about so much stuff that you... Basic just... day-to-day living. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and it is crazy what you learn and what you need to actually know yeah. to survive. Uh, yeah, I often, yeah. Why do I need to learn about putting things in a Bunsen, by a Bunsen burner and, and finding out <laughs> if it sparkles purple or not? I don't really need that. Exactly. I do need to know how to do my accounts, though. Important. Yeah, exactly. You see? But yeah, I mean, I think, I, think that, I think the mental health thing is something that which, is, which has been coming up a lot. In general, online recently, yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of people. You know, a lot of people because it is it is like this. It is a, it is a world in which there's a lot of um, a lot of pressure. You know, and there's a lot of you know, and then what other industry as well? Are you seeing that amount of like negativity and comments and on people? It's just oh, no. it's just. I mean, that must be. It's I've had my fair share, but everyone everyone has it. But it's always the same thing. You get a hundred compliments, you get one negative, and the negative things that you, it you does focus on. You. Yeah, yeah, it does. hundred percent. It affects you. That does. one. The thing is, like, I blocked so many words, and it, the list goes on to like more blocking every single week. Where it's just like I'm blocking this word now, and then this word. I don't want this in my chat or my comment section. Yeah. And I, I can see that throughout my entire, like, four years of being popular on YouTube, there's, like, 21,000 comments that have been instantly blocked by YouTube. How so many 21,000? So I know if I click on that, there's going to be 21 hate comments towards me. Oh, that are instantly going to make me feel Are you kind of tempted? Shall I press the button and just oh. have a look at what the, what the latest, uh, like, you know, what the latest thing they're saying about me is today? You know, the latest kind of Slightly thing. tempting, but no, I, I can't. The thing is, it is a big deal, and... Some of these kids are right stuff. Just so nasty. Yeah, they just don't understand how much heart and soul. The trolls, goes mate. Into the trolls, mate. Yeah, it, it, I guess it comes. It comes. It comes with it. Yeah, you know, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it might be. You're always going to get people who are who are going to say kind of crazy, you know, crazy things and kind of give you a hard time yeah. about things. But I think I think it's getting a lot more personal now. People and people that you know, people are shaming other people. That happens exactly. Yeah, it gets a lot. It gets very personal. It's keyboard warriors, mate. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I've been to events and I've met these people who have done this, and they're they're just little kids. Yeah, they just haven't found themselves yet, and they feel uncomfortable in their own body, so they're trying to shame it onto someone else. And guess don't un- understand the consequence exactly. of what they're saying, and just kind of go, "Well, I just typed it. I don't really, yeah. you know, I don't really, you know." I don't know what I was saying, really, kind of thing. And it's I've, I read it somewhere else. So I'm just repeating it. It's like, dude, it's, it's a fa- yeah. It's I could I could yeah. It's 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 a danger. It is. It, I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they could ever kind of enforce something to kind of stop it though. Really, it is part of the the world that I guess yeah. people work and live in. Really, yeah. So it it does affect me if I read into it. But after being at those events and seeing actually who it is doing it, <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. I uh. Yeah, you just got to feel a bit sorry for them. They've not found themselves yet. They, yeah. they, and, and the internet is a scary place nowadays. The, the internet was around when we were younger, but it was like, it, it was the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah. like, it would be barely anything on there. Now it's like, you, you people think that they just can't be tracked down and stuff. And yeah. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, totally. I've got to ask you about, um just about, about the future as well, mate. Sure. Obviously, you know, we, you know we're... we're Lots of things are happening. Personal life, professional life. You know what is uh, what is in the future for Codename Pizza, the channel, the Ooh. guy. What what is the what's the next step? What's what's gonna what's the, what's the big what's the big end game? Are you kind of looking into? You, I mean, the question I guess is, is it gonna last forever? You know, that's the kind of the big one. <laughs> yeah, this asked all the time. Yeah. Um, at the minute, I, I think as long as I'm enjoying it, it carries on, and I'm enjoying exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, the moment that I stop enjoying it, I'll I'll stop. I've I've got other things that I want to do. As you know, I'm a massive Disney fan, a massive fan of theme parks, and I want to venture into that side of YouTube mm-hmm. um, and start a new channel based around that. But never taking the time away from coding pizza. I, mm. I love it. And and the thing is, like, if it wasn't for my YouTube channel and what I do as a job, I'd be playing video games for no reason. And that's the great thing. I, when I can when I finish work for the day. 
I don't feel the need to play video games because I've played it all day. Yeah. So uh, so now I get to do something else, put my time and efforts into yeah. other things. I, I, with with get, I'm the same with yeah with video games as well. I find I find myself you know getting to a stage where I, at night I'll, I'll turn on like you know turn on the the PlayStation whatever it might be. I'm looking I'm looking at all my library of games and I'm just staring <laughs> thinking. Oh, that one's going to take about an hour to play. That one's going to take about twenty minutes to finish a game on that. And I literally get to a point where I go, I'm just going to watch something on Netflix because I just I, I haven't got the energy to kind of invest more. To, yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 grueling. I mean, I I, I love I love it. I've always have done ever since I was a kid. You know, played you know everything. But I'm exactly the same as you. Yeah, I think you get to a point where you're like it's a, yeah. I, I do with every. I'm very lucky to play all these different games as part of my job. But it comes to a point where you kind of go, I want to switch off and just yeah, just breathe, take in some life. You know, I'm a, I'm a big relaxation guy. Like even if it's ten minutes here or ten minutes there. I'll well, you've mentioned funny. going to a spa now, so I'm kind of expecting you to invite me at some stage. And every DLC, as soon as we finish every, them out, okay. as soon as I've finished the Easter egg guide, instantly there. Yeah, okay. everyone, <laughs> I've done it straight away. Done it for years, and it, it helps so much. Really, it gives me something to look forward to. It's like if 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 I know there's like two steps to the Easter egg left, and I'm like, okay, I'm go- I'm gonna push through this because I can go to the spa as soon as this is done. So you start picturing the robes and the comfort yeah, and, and, the, and the, the relaxation chilling. kind of, I get you, I get you, I'm with you. Um, mate, thank you so much for coming in to be my very, very first guest on, on the podcast. This is, this is, I mean, I've been wanting to do this for so long. I thought there's no better person than my boy Pizza <laughs> to come in for the first one. Yeah. And uh, it's, been, it's been cracking having you on the show. Thank you. Long may the success continue, my friend. Fingers crossed. Long may it continue. And that was Codename Pizza. What a guy. Thanks so much for joining me on the show. Be sure to catch me next week for another episode of The Savage Situation. Thanks to Fourth Floor Creative for supporting the series. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube as well. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye.